Hi, Miss Gusses. This is Ian Faduke. This is my I.O. for um, English Class 2021. My field of inquiry I chose was politics, power, and justice. My global issue was the effects of an unequal, the effects of unequal distribution of wealth. The two texts I chose were Chronicle of a Death Foretold by Gabriel Garcia Marquis and The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. For Chronicle of a Death Foretold, I used pages 21 and 22. And the first line he used was widower. He told him, I'll buy your house. And the last line he used was consolation money. Um, I, this was 38 lines I chose. For The Great Gatsby, I did pages 28 and 29. First line he used was, the interior was unprosperous and bare, the only color visible. The last line he used was, I want to see you, said Tom intentionally, get on the next train. This was a 40-line passage that I chose. Uh, for Chronicle of a Death Foretold, before this passage I chose, we kind of learn about Angela and why she must marry Bayardo. During this, we learn that Bayardo is trying to buy a house from a widower, and he wants to live in this house with Angela after they get married, and he keeps making these insane offers that are a lot more than the house actually costs. Um, he forces the man to, you know, want to sell him the house, even though the man has emotional connection to it. After this passage, we learn about Angela's life more like and what it was like before Bayardo. And we kind of learn um, about why she should be a virgin, and but she is not. In The Great Gatsby, before this passage, Tom and Nick drive through the Valley of Ashes and they see like the eyeglass sign and how dirty it is. And they soon arrive at George's garage. During this, Tom and George discuss who is going to buy the car that Tom is gonna um Tom's gonna sell a car and George wants to buy it. And we also get a description of, you know, George and Mortal and like we towards the end of it we learn about the fair. After this passage, um Tom and Myrtle discuss the fair and their plans to continue it. So for Chronicle of a Death Foretold, starting on page 21, I found um, I found that the repetition of um, Bayardo saying that he wants to buy the house on, pay on line 1 and 3 and 10, when he says, I'll buy a house, I'll buy it, sell me the house. I found this is like really important because it kind of shows that he feels he is rich and how he's making this guy want to sell in the house even though he doesn't want to um and it really shows importance of the house to him and how he really wants this man to sell in the house and how it's going to be important as this passage goes on then on line 15 it says name anyone you want this kind of wording shows how the author wants us to see Bayardo and he wants to he wants us to learn that Bayardo is really forcing this man to buy the house, and he's just saying how he'll buy it, and whatever happens, he just wants this house, and it kind of shows what Bayardo is really like. Then on line 16 and 19, it says, I'm sorry, Bayardo, the widower said, but young people don't understand the motives of the hut. Bayardo's Sandro man didn't pause to think. He, let's say 5,000 pesos, he said. This is really important because it really shows that Bayardo is using these really high prices to, you know, like the $5,000 to 
buy the house, even though the man doesn't want to sell him the house due to he has emotional connections and because he's a widower, so his widow was with him and they've lived in that house for a while and they have their valuables in there and he doesn't want to sell the house. Also on, on lines 19 and then 22, by by already using high numbers like 5,000 and 10,000, it really shows that he wants this house really bad and he's willing to spend all this money but this money probably isn't that important to him because he's willing to double his offer from five to ten thousand, and it really shows his characterization, who he is as a character, if he's willing to spend this much money. Because it could show that he really likes Angela, but it could also show that the unequal distribution of wealth is just ridiculous, and he can spend all the money he wants. And this man is just trying to get by in life and he just doesn't want to sell the house but all the money is sounding really good to him because he's probably poor because then on line 24 it says the widower looked at him his eyes full of tears he was weeping with rage this is um kind of a conflict because he's weeping and he's really upset because he doesn't want to sell this house because of the emotional connection he has with it but he feels he has to because of he does not have a lot of money, but Bayardo can spend all this money and it won't really affect him because the unequal distribution of wealth and how it affects the society that they're in. Because this society is built based off this money gap and how this much money is so important to one person, but so not important to another person. And this is really important because it really shows how it's unequal and the wealth is just, it's just really important to this book. Um, then for The Great Gatsby, my first quote I found was on line 7 to 9, and it says, He was a blonde, spiritless man, anaminic and faintly handsome, when he saw a stamp gleam of hope spang into his light blue eyes. This is, we learn about who George really is and in his garage, and when he sees Tom walk in, it really shows that, you know, he's excited because this man has a lot of money so hopefully he will get helped by this man um but then on the next one it says it's on line um 12 it says i can't complain answered wilson unconvincingly this kind of shows how um wilson doesn't have a lot of money but he wants tom to think that he's doing okay so he doesn't get sympathy from him and this really shows how the distribution of wealth is unfair and how Wilson is changing to this man who isn't a political leader, he isn't in charge, he just has a lot of money, how he wants him to feel that he's doing okay. Then on line 15 and 19, it says, Works pretty, pretty slow, don't he? No, he doesn't, said Tom Coley, and if you feel that way about it, maybe I'd sell it somewhere else after all. I don't mean that, explained Wilson. Quickly, I just meant... This is characterization of Tom and George because it really shows how these two men need each other but don't because Wilson, George Wilson really needs this car and he really needs to buy it because it will help him in his garage and Tom could care less and Tom has all the money, the car, and this money really doesn't matter to him and it shows how he can throw this money away just like Bioto could and it wouldn't make a difference for him. Then on line 21 to 26, it says, Then I heard footsteps on stairs, and in a moment of thickish figure, a woman blocked out the light from the office door. She was in her middle 30s and faintly short, stout, 
and she carried her surplus flesh senselessly as some woman can, her face above a spotted dress of dark blue crepe de chine. Um, this is, we learn about Myrtle and who she is, and they, they use words like thickish figure of a woman to kind of like show what she's like, and this is important later it, because it shows who, what is she like, because Tom is going to have an affair with him, and at this point he is having an affair. Then at line 33 to 34, it says, get some chairs, why don't you, so somebody can sit down. This is Myrtle talking to George, and it really shows how she speaks to him and the relationship they're in, and how he is poor, and he needs to listen to all these people because he needs to keep his wife because he's poor and she's barely staying with him, and how he's going to get these shares for Tom because he's rich, and how that's really important. Then really importantly, on line 13 to 39, it says, Vicinity, except his wife, who moved close to Tom. And this is really important because it shows that Tom, um, how Tom is having an affair with George's wife, and she's only having an affair with his, with his wife because of the money he has. And, you know, Myrtle is going to have the affair because she's going to benefit from this because Tom is buying her clothes and things that she wants to have an affair. And it shows how the unequal distribution of wealth is shown because how what she's willing to do to get this money to get things that her husband George cannot do even though it said George is handsome and she really needs this money and she's willing to do all this for it just because the unequal distribution of wealth that Tom has that George does not have and George also looks up to Tom even though he's having an affair with his wife George looks up to Tom and kind of says how he knows he's lesser than Tom and how Tom knows he's superior to George. And it really shows that the unequal distribution is a big factor of this book and how the politics of this and the power is shown through both these books because Bayardo is treating the uh, widower the same way Tom is treating George, how the the, the spending this money and acting like a higher political leader or and has more power than them just because of money. And that's really important to both these texts.